Hello, and welcome back. Welcome. Or if back. You're, or if you're not coming back and this is your first time, why now? They don't have to start from the. But first they join when we're talking about Hawkeye, like our least eventful time. Well, we have more things going on than Hawkeye today, don't we? You said we have more than Hawkeye. What else we got? So we've got Hawkeye, and um, <gasps> I. I have a fun little experience to share with people. Is it real? It it happened. It was real. It, it really happened? It was real to me. So this fun experience, do you want to say what the experience was now or later? I'll say, I'll say it for later. It'll be a little surprise. A little, oh, a little surprise. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I had a fun experience as well. But we'll we'll save that one for later as well. We gotta we gotta get we gotta get our weekly Hawkeye thingy my Bobby out of the way. I'm not even gonna call it a segment because like it's barely a segment. It's a it it counts as What's a segment. What's a fun name I can give it? Um, a little oh, interjection. Oh. Hawkeye, hit or miss. Whether whether the episode hit or if it was a miss, like. The other episodes. Yeah. Okay. That, that, Where's the that, laughter? Ha 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 is a hit for me. Uh, okay. Because I was going to say a hit, but I, I might be looking at it like very... How would you say it? Like, is it rose-tinted glasses or something? Where it's like, I, I'm only seeing the good stuff and not the whole? Yes. Rose-tinted I, glasses. I don't know what the expression is, but... Yeah. I it's know an what expression. you mean. We'll I know leave what you it. mean. Yeah, how I'm just ignoring the bad and just looking at the good stuff. And that, that's what we need to do, I think. We need to do that more. Like, I barely remember anything that happened in the episode. I just remember a cool action scene, some big man and big hunts, and I don't even remember how the episode ended. So, it was a hit. It's a hit for me. To be honest, I, I don't remember how it ends either, but I just... I remember... I do remember sitting there watching the credits go and I was like, Oh, that was a better episode. That was that I don't was better remember than the how other it ones. ends. I just remember thinking when it ended that I was like, Oh, that was a very abrupt ending. Yes, I think it was. Oh, wasn't the ending something like just Clint act walking through um Kate's house or something and then just like the Mummy's new boyfriend is there or something? Oh yeah, it and was. Then it just it, it abruptly was, ends. Yeah, it was the guy who like said something, and then he was in the shadows, and then it ended. Yeah, and like, cause Hawkeye's just walking around the apartment, and then Kate says something, and Hawkeye doesn't respond, and it just cuts to Hawkeye standing there with like Mummy's boyfriend with a sword against Hawkeye's neck or something. Or was it Mummy's boyfriend? Or was it Kate's dad? No, I'm pretty sure it was Mummy's boyfriend. Oh, it could be. It, 
Is it Kate's dad? I'll have to dad? check that again, but I'm pretty sure it was. I remember going back and watching that little bit because it I was wasn't like, Shrek, okay? It wasn't Shrek. <laughs> it wasn't him. Context: those those who don't know, um, Brian Darcy James, who played Kate's dad in the first episode of Hawkeye, played Shrek in um, on in broad on Broadway in Shrek the Musical. That's um, context. Context. Yeah. But I don't feel like there's much to talk about this episode except, like, for me, except for just. Because I've talked about this enough with you, I think, since the episode came out. Just the one, the one second thing of just the the hand, the hand, the hand. The hand. I do like you want to explain hand. the hand, more, or do you just it, just want to like? I feel like everyone knows though, because I talked about it last week before I went down a weird rabbit hole of insanity. <laughs> but kingpin. You can call it that. The, the kingpin. The kingpin. The kingpin. Like. There were hints to him in this series, but I feel like this was just a... Pretty much just a... Yeah, it's him. Like, it's like, oh, your uncle, and then you just hear his big footsteps, like... And then... Like, puts the hand out, and... I can't remember the character's name. Oops. She starts laughing, and then this... This is probably a little over-analyzing, but the laugh. The laugh sounds exactly like Vincent D'Onofrio's. Like, just going... I, I just have to say it. I haven't rewatched the episode, but I've rewatched that scene multiple times, and I overanalyzed it, mm-hmm. and I put it up against like a video of Vincent D'Onofrio in Daredevil laughing, and it sounds exactly like him. So I'm like, ooh, ooh. Mm. It also doesn't help that Vincent D'Onofrio on Twitter does not shut up, and he he just out of nowhere tweeted about like when the trailer for this show came out and it was like very cool looking Marvel s- television series looking forward to it thumbs up emoji or something and everyone's like you're in it aren't you and he's like just silence and then there was that and then when the first report of him at being like rumored to be in the series came out he just liked it on Twitter and the thing with Twitter is you can see what people like and just in his like there's just him liking reports about him being in the show. <laughs> That's funny. That's fun. I like he, that. He doesn't really try and hide it. He He's in it. Or if, if he's not in it, he just likes the whole thing about that. He's supposed to be in it. It was close enough to him coming out. So him coming out? Him, the show episode coming and out. Then, and then just the whole thing is like, uncle won't like this. And it's like, it's, it's the kingpin. And then, I couldn't tell if, it, I can't remember if it was this episode, or a previous episode, but Hawkeye did reference to what sounds like kingpin. Because he was saying something about, oh yeah, the tracksuit mafia isn't led by that woman. And then Kate's like, what? And Quint's like, yeah, the dude who runs it, you won't want to mess with him. And that completely went over my head. And when I saw that quip, I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's definitely in the kingpin. Like, it's not really hiding it anymore. He's going to be in it, and I'm still going to be surprised when he is in it. I'm just waiting like, it's for like that, episode, that episode to come out, and then you just send me like a massive voice message, which is just you Just screaming. hella surprised that he's in it. Like, like today, 
when it was confirmed that Charlie Cox is going to be the MCU Daredevil, and I was losing my mind, even though, like, I, f I feel like everyone already knew Charlie Cox was in the MCU as Daredevil, but that's, we'll I talk about that later. I still appreciated your excitement. Yes, because I didn't expect Kevin Feige to just outright in an interview go, yes, Charlie Cox is going to be the MCU Daredevil. But we don't know where he's going to... We've yet to see him, though, but he will wink, be wink, the MCU nudge, Daredevil. Nudge. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> so I would find it fitting that the MCU kingpin would be Vincent D'Onofrio, who co-starred alongside Charlie Cox in the Daredevil show, you know? Mm. Yeah, the, the one that I haven't watched. Honestly, watch it. It's so good. Like, it's still my favourite Marvel TV series. As much as I hype up Loki and WandaVision, Daredevil, oh, so much better than them. Okay. If you say so. And I might watch let me it just get at healthy. some point. <laughs> it's, oh, it's so good. So, I just remembered what happens in this episode. I just had a big yes. brainwave where everything just flashed back at me. Hit us, what happens, because I don't remember. Okay, so, first we had the flashback to Maya or Echo's yes, childhood. Kingpin. <laughs> Kingpin. In which the scene where... Fat Man Mortar Industries. Fat Man, Fat Man. Yes, 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 he, he's there as well. Um, yeah, and the sign, the, the, the industry is called Fat Man. The car place is called Fat Man. That's the kingpin. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> the kingpin's my new Mephisto. It's the kingpin. <laughs> it's kingpin. It's the kingpin. you got to believe me. It's the kingpin. The shadow behind you, that's the kingpin. I like I like all of the disability rep that's being put in. Mostly just deaf people so far. Like with... I thought they were going to, you know, utilize Quint being... Quinn's not fully deaf. He's like partially deaf in one ear. Yeah. Yeah, hard of hearing. Yeah, that's, that's I thought they were going to utilize that a tiny bit, that he he would be able to communicate with Echo. Yeah, I thought that as well. And then they'll have like that mutual kind of understanding where it's like, oh, we're both deaf. Yeah. And then just they just start talking trash about everyone else, mm. and they don't know because they can't understand the sign language and they just start trashing everyone it's like yeah you see Kate there <laughs> <laughs> but it it does Kate's make sense though it does make sense that all he knows so far is like words relating to what he would talk to his kid with that was a messed up sentence but you know what I mean yes like it makes I sense remembered. it makes sense that Clint only knows like the words that he'd talk to a child with. Like, he wouldn't be completely mm. fluent. It makes sense, because it's also... I've tried learning some sign language, and it's hard. He's always got his hearing aid, though, so he's never fully had to rely on sign language. Yeah, yeah, true. But it's it's hard to learn. I really want to try picking it back up. I thought they because were, again, it's again him not having his hearing aid and being partially deaf. I thought they were going to utilize that more. Like in the action scene, he has like no idea what's happening. But no, for some reason, he knows exactly what's happening and is just yelling commands at Kate. Yeah, and they were doing the haha funny. She's talking to him, but he can't 
hear what she's saying, so he so says something like random and it's yeah. funny. Yeah, that mm, could have been done better, but it wasn't done awfully. Yeah, they did utilize it a tiny bit in like the phone call, where it's like Quint has no idea what's Tell happening. Tell you what, that phone that phone call scene made me cry. I I cried a bit. It was an alright scene. My main problem is we've literally seen this kid once, so I don't have much emotional connection to him. Like, I care more for his other kids. It's just, I don't know, I just thought that it was really sweet that Kate just started writing down what Noah was... Noah? Um, Nathaniel. No, that's not his name. It's like Nathaniel, Nathaniel. Pietro. Barton, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Noah, that, where did that come from? Because um, Nathaniel's just like talking to his dad and and his dad doesn't know what's happening and then Kate's just there writing stuff down and... Oh, it's really <laughs> sweet. It's... It was sweet. Still doesn't make me like Kate anymore, but... Uh. It that kind of brings me nice. to the thing I was about to say. We're halfway through the Hawkeye series. What? Wait, we're halfway yeah. through? There's only six episodes? All the Disney Plus uh, um, series are six episodes. Oh, right, Except yeah. for WandaVision. That was we're nine episodes. Through? And that was only because WandaVision has short episodes. Mm. I can't believe we're halfway through and I still don't like the main character. Yeah, we're halfway through and I still have no idea what the whole motive of this entire show is. Like, I have no idea why the characters yeah. do what they do. I could guess, but pfft, shot in the dark. Like, the next episode they have to... Come on. Episode 4 is always the turning point in the Disney Plus shows. Like, in Loki, episode 4 is when Loki died. And then everything went, what? Like, come on. Mm. Episode 4 yeah. is going to have um, some turning stuff and where the show picks up a Episode bit. Episode 4 better have Kingpin in it. Yes, that's what I was alluding to, but I wasn't going to say. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sorry for ruining that moment for yeah, you. Yeah, I was just bring him in and like actually have a... Sorry, I have to say this. But actually have a good villain, because I don't really like Echo as a villain right now. Because I don't think Echo is a villain. She's more just like, bro... Ronan killed my father. I'm not happy about that. So that's not really a yeah. villain motive. That's just a normal thing. It's like, well, okay, she doesn't know Hawkeye killed her father, but she's more like, Hawkeye, why have you got the suit of the dude who killed my father? And she only started attacking them because Hawkeye was like, good question, I'm leaving. Yeah. Because how would you feel if the dude who killed your father, <laughs> if one of his friends... Was like, ha! I'm not gonna answer any questions. I'm out of here. Come on, come on, kid. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of rude. She's not a villain. She she just wants answers, and Quint isn't giving any. I just want to bring something up before we wrap up this Hawkeye conversation. Yes. Um, for one, the really bad green screen in the car scene that makes them look like they're. Oh, in I thought you were gonna say the 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 pink goop. That was my number two. Yep. Number two, the CGI. What was that? Oh, Didn't they have a big enough the budget, budget to actually make it look good? Blue con 
contacts. Because do you? Oh yeah, yeah. You see what I mean now? They blue isn't her natural eye color. They're so clearly contacts and not good contacts. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Unless they've just done something really funky in the editing. Yeah, it looks like that because Haley Stonefeld, the actor of Kate, doesn't have blue eyes, but the for some reason the character of Kate has to have blue eyes. Like most times, because, they just adjust oh, the blue characters. Eyes are the most perfect eyes. Yeah, most of the time they just adjust the character's eye color based on the actor, unless it's like a plot point. Or you just simply She's got don't. Brown eyes. You, you simply don't like Harry Potter, where there's a line that's like, "Oh, you have your mother's eyes, but then completely different eye color." But whatever, I'm not gonna bring that up now. I just oh, nitpicking. But so what's, the, what's the point? It of looks her like just on eyes. set they Is made her wear point? blue contacts, and they were gonna fix in post, but they just never got around to. That's stupid. Yeah, that's silly. Anyway, I'm I'm done talking about Hawkeye. I don't I remember anything done. more about Hawkeye. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm done. Okay. So, my experience. Yes. What I had an, I had I had an experience last week, and this I, I think it's I think it's cool. I I think it's cool. So I I saw the French Dispatch before it officially got released. Ooh. You already knew that, but um. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. And it was a good movie. And you should you should all I watch can't it. Share the enthusiasm about it. When it comes out on the 9th of December. I think we talked about this in the our first episode when you were talking about the Life Aquatic. I'm not a big Wes Anderson person, having only seen like one of his films, like Fantastic yes, Fox. Yes. But um I am He's just not a director so. I follow. But yes, I like the enthusiasm. It's good. I just think I, I I think it's cool that I managed to see it before anyone else did. But I should probably t- tell you what the film's about, shouldn't I? Yeah, because I have not heard anything about this film. All I know is that it's a Wes Anderson one. That's all I know. So, it's about this magazine called the French Dispatch in I think it's nineteen hundreds, like late nineteen hundreds. It's just about this magazine, and it goes through different articles in the magazine explaining what life is like in this fictional French town. And it's just a lot, a lot, a lot of world building in this really unique and stylistic way. And it sounds boring, but it's cool to, like, follow these characters and, like, the town as it grows and then you kind of go on a journey with them as well as you like flick through the pages of this magazine and it's it's fun and timothy chalamet is in it i don't think i've sold anyone on 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 the description but it's if you like a lot of world building and you like wes anderson films then you you Um, you will like it unfortunately i can't say i'm either of those all right, well, shame. Yeah. World building in film. Well, I like world building in film, but I'm not a huge film. That's whole thing is world building. I'm not a huge that fan. Mm, fair. And also, Wes Anderson, I've only seen one of his things. And I don't know. I feel like I'm bringing the whole thing down just by not being that enthused about it. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. But this was my bit. 
it's, so that's yeah, okay. it's just that I don't have much to say about it, as I can't really go, or have to compare to without his other films, because I haven't seen any of the other ones, and I can't just, really... Just ask me that question anyway, you don't have how, to... How does it compare to um, Snez Manderson's other films? <laughs> it, um, it's definitely got the unique Wes Anderson auteur style. It's, I think it's personally one of the most Wes Anderson films. Like what do you mean by thinking most? off of the Grand like... Budapest Hotel, and then to French Dispatch. I think it is one of his most stylistic ones. Right. Yeah, because I I can't really say I agree with that or not because I don't know what his whole artistic or like stylistic profile and stuff is. Yeah, but I'm I'm telling you, and I'm telling the people. But is what you told me correct? Yes, it is. <laughs> In my opinion, asterisk. <laughs> Where would you place it on your Wes Anderson ranking, if you even well, have one? Just like not a no, not a very specific one, just a off the head. Where would you kind of put it? Now the thing is, I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you here. Oh no, not leveling with um, me. I, I have seen five Wes Anderson films. That's four more than and me. And I think that I think that's about half of all of the films that he's done. Yeah. So I need to get on top of that. Mm. But out of the five that I've watched, I'd I place this one at a comfortable second. With. What being first? Life Aquatic first. Mm. Yeah, because Life Aquatic is good. I like marine life. I that's I, I like that a lot. So that film is fun for me. Is it black and white? No, it is not. Okay, no, because some I, of it is. I some of it I've is. It jumps out of black and white. And color. And I just remember that, like one image I've seen of Timothy Chalamet, and it was black and white. So I was like, wait, is the film okay? Not Some of it's in white. black and white to represent the time period, but then um, when Wait, the time like the audience is like in the in with the story, it is color. What's the time period? Uh, it's the nineteen somethings. Eighties, nineties, twenties, seventy-five, ninety-eight, twenty-three, BC. Um, nineteen seventies. Ah, seventies. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was kind of I was kind of close when I said twenty three. Oh, it's set. Wait, oh. it's set in the fifties and the seventies. Ah, jumps. all right. Um, that that's that's my little my little segment over. Did you you have an experience that you wanted to share with the class? Just a quick one, because I'm sure this will not surprise anyone who's been paying attention. Um, we're busy. <laughs> we're very busy bees. <laughs> we're busy people. I'm sorry. This this yeah. month is being bad for Yeah, and should we should we spoil the thing for next week? Yeah, go ahead. We probably won't have an episode next week talking about Hawkeye episode 4 or anything else cuz we're very busy and we've literally found no time just looking forward to record any next week. But that, in a weird roundabout way, that leads me back to my thing. So, 
I haven't had much time <laughs> recently to do anything, but in there, I've found some time every now and again to play snippets of Spider-Man PS4 because I somehow finessed the system and I got a PS5. So the first order of business was to play Spider-Man PS4. And me having no time, I could not just sit down and play the entire game. I would have loved to, I really wanted to, but I couldn't. So it took me a week to play the entire game. And I finally finished it last night. And that's the one thing I wanted to talk about. Not the entire game, just the ending. Because it's been three years since the game came out. I'm sure I can talk about the ending. The ending is the good part. Yeah, Megan, you can talk about do you it. care Go about the it. ending of this game? Oh, this three-year-old spoil game. It for me. So, I, I would love to know. And it's also I only want to talk about the ending because it's so fresh in my mind because of yeah. finishing it last night. Um, spoiler: alert, the ending got me. It really got me. I, oh. Here I was late at night crying because of a Spider-Man game. Why? Because Why did it make you cry? The final boss fight is against Doc Ock. Which, wow, what a big surprise. But it it was. Because you start the game with Doc Ock being your closest friend. The Peter Parker of this game, he... Obviously, he's he's a Spider-Man who's been Spider-Man for a few years. And he's now an adult who has a job working for Doc Ock. He works for Doc Ock. But the thing with that is, no one believes in Doc Ock except for Peter. So it's only the, it's them against the world. Because Norman Osborn doesn't believe in him. Him and Doc Ock, they used to work together. But Norman was like, no, I am, I am Norman Osborn of Osborn Industries. <laughs> Get out of here, Doc Ock. So he, yeah, it's Doc Ock and Peter against the world. And there's even a, it's a whole big thing of the game that working for Doc Ock, doesn't have many benefits. Peter doesn't get paid much. He gets kicked out of, it, of his apartment because he can't afford it. And Doc Ock even says, Peter, you can leave it anytime you want to find a more stable job. And then Peter's like, no, I love working for you. We're going to change the world. So that's why the final boss fight being against Doc Ock hit hard. Oh, that's such a nice story. And it's your generic boss fight, like take him down. But the cutscene when you take him down. Because, like, you're just fighting him, and then you go to punch him, and one of his tentacles comes out of nowhere and, like, scrapes your mask. And obviously, like, it uncovers your face a bit, and you go to hide it. And Doc Ock says, pathetic Parker. And you're like, what? You knew? (gasps) No! And then it's like, what? You knew? And then it's like, yes, I knew you. This whole time. And I told you not to mess with me. Oh, That's so sad. And then when you finally do defeat Doc Ock, he's lying there with his tentacles not working. And Peter just goes off. He's like, you're everything I wanted to be. We were going to change the world. But you threw that away. And... Oh, and Doc Ock even tries to appeal to your emotions Doc Ock's like we can still do this Peter 
and it, oh, just mm. you can feel the emotion when Peter Parker's just going off at him. It's like you were everything I wanted to be, but you threw it away for power, and oh, and it hurts even more because throughout the game you help Doc Ock build the tentacles to help people because it originally starts off as um an experiment to help people who are missing limbs to like get a good working limb but it evolves from working yeah. limbs to Doc Ock wanting to make tentacles and you as Peter always wanting to help him so like sure I'll help you with that like just blindless devotion to Doc Ock because he's such a good guy and oh oh and then when you're and then he's appealing to Peter while he's on the floor and it's like, please, Peter, help me. They're going to take away my arms and leave me with this useless body. And oh, and then Peter Parker's like, I'll help you. I'll make sure you get the, the best cell at the prison. And it's like, oh. And it's then, making me sad and I haven't even played it. Yeah. Because it, oh. most boss fights are like, yeah, I want to defeat this guy. But with this one... The whole time I'm like, no, I do not want to defeat this guy. I don't want to fight him. And then Doc Ock's Yeah, like, but you, like, have to. You you have to, because he, his whole thing is that he's going to kill everyone. And then, like, he, he, he just before you leave, he hits you with that, I know who you are now, I'm going to tell everyone. And just as Spider-Man mm. goes to leave, he goes... You do what you think is right, Doc. It's the best we all can do. Oh. oh, no. It sounds like the writing's really good in that game. The writing is so good. And just to top it off, you go straight from that to Aunt May's death. No, you do. You just go Aunt straight May dies. in. You go straight from that to Aunt May's death. Because the whole thing of the game is that Mr. Negative and who you think the whole time is just him but by the end you find out Doc Ock helped him and led him they release um, the devil's breath which is like a whole kind of it's basically COVID it's a whole thing that like if they release on the city and blah 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 and it's like ha ha you won't get the antidote you look at what the rich did blah 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 whatever and when you defeat Doc Ock, you get the antidote, but you're too late. You come to Aunt May, and there's another scientist there who, throughout the game, you like help save, and he now is helping you. And it get, and the last scene of the game. Wait, no, not the last scene of the game, but the last major thing of the game, is it's like, can we save her? And it's like, it's your choice. We only have enough of the antidote to either save one person, Aunt May, or mass develop this to save everyone. And Aww. Peter being Spider-Man, he he goes, save everyone, and then he says his final goodbyes to Aunt May. Like, in the Spider-Man suit, Aunt May not realising it's Spider-Man. But then she hits you with that, I want to see my nephew for one last time. Oh. Mm. And then Spider-Man's like, you knew this whole time? And it's like, yes. It's like, I didn't tell you because I thought you'd be scared. And Aunt May's like, of course I'm scared. But I believe in you because you do what's right. Oh. Oh. It's it's a really good game. Oh. 
I'm just getting emotional thinking about it. It's, it's a really good game. I'm, I'm so excited for the sequel. And to when play Miles, uh, 2023. But between the first one, they did also release like a half new one, Miles Morales, which is more a Miles Morales focus game. But I've only played like an hour of that one, so I can't. I don't have much to say about it. But it apparently it's got a really good story. Similar to, not similar to Spider-Verse, but more like anyone can be Spider-Man. And it's like, you, you be the Spider-Man you want to be. And, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I've dumped way too much information on you about Doc Ock, Arme, and just... It's making me sad now. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you also get to watch um, Mars Morales' dad get blown up. That's a big thing oh, that cool. happens in the middle of the game. And that's how that you and Miles like become friends, because his, because uh. you, as Spider-Man, help his dad, like become, make his break as the police officer, and then because of you, he kind of dies, because he's like, because he makes big strides, to take down, um, was it Martin Lee, who's Mister Negative, to take down his gang, and he gets blown up because of that. And then from there, Peter Parker and Miles Morales kind of connect, because it's because Peter's out there with his whole like Uncle Ben dying, and then Miles here over his dad dying, and they kind of just bond over the grief and trauma and stuff. Mm. It's a it's a good game, really good writing. <sighs> yeah. All right. And with that, are we gonna? Gonna leave it, leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you recover. Yeah. But I think I think we all know what I'm gonna do once we finish recording this. I'm going back and I'm playing more. Yeah. Good for you. You should. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a good game. But on that note, I'm gonna leave it right there. Okay. We won't see you next week. We'll, we'll see you the week after. With Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm Woo. excited. I'm Look excited. forward to that. I'm happy and excited. Right. Bye. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. I'm waving. I'm waving. Bye. <laughs>